Before we get started with this episode, we got a few emails about a line from our last episode where Shai's gender was discussed. The emails were asking how we were handling the character's gender identity and their expression of self. All of us at the Plane Shift Podcast believe that this is important, but it's also a deeply personal issue and an expression of the character's identity. So I asked Keon if he would record a quick statement about how he was approaching this aspect of Urshaya. Hi there, this is Keon, the voice behind Urshaya. In our previous episode of Plane Shift, Urshaya was called he, she, they, and it. Canonically, Aetherborn are genderless and have no need for these gendered pronouns. However, some of them prefer he or, or she over others like they or z for a variety of reasons. To match the personality, to avoid confusing grammar, or simply because they identify as the gender. Yoshaya themselves doesn't mind how they're addressed, as long as the pronoun isn't it or that. In our recording sessions, we will often use he or him instead for the sake of convenience, given that the person playing him, given that the person playing them, is a male that identifies as a male. We're sorry for the confusion, and thank you for listening to Plane Shift. Back to the show. There is a vast multiverse of possibilities, an infinity of worlds within an endless ocean of aether. Few know that there is anything beyond the confines of their limited world. Even fewer have ever traversed beyond the walls of everything they have ever known. To those that have made the perilous journey, they have found each new plane to be another revelation of the beauty of a boundless multiverse. Planeswalkers are those rare few among legends. They are able to travel unassisted between the multiverse. One in a million is born with the spark to become a planeswalker. A bare few ever realize their potential, putting them in an elite and powerful group of friends and enemies. The potential of a planeswalker is infinite freedom and infinite possibility. Hi, I'm Will. I'm the show's producer, and I play Llewellyn Coyden, the half-dryad swashbuckler. Hello, I'm Kimbra, and I play Nymphia of the Vervain, the elvish druid. Hey there, I'm Katie, and I'm playing Cecilia Crane, the human sorcerer. Hi, I'm Keon. I'll be playing Irshaya Jalan, the Aetherborn Warlock. Hi, I'm Dan. I'll be playing the Dungeon Master. Welcome to the Plane Shift Podcast, a live play D&D campaign where we play as four planeswalkers, newly awakened and taking our first tentative steps into the varied facets of the multiverse. What will we find in these new worlds? Hope? Despair? Reward or loss? Doubtless all of that and more. Join us as we find out. Welcome to Ravnica. That's a stupid name. <laughs> oh my god. Look, you I remembered. <laughs> you remembered I your earlier dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you may or may not be disoriented, confused, or uh, in the case of Yoshaya, upside down in a hay pail. 
But... Womp womp. <laughs> Sucks to suck. But this is the city of guilds. And when I say city, I mean like the whole thing is just covered in city. All right. Uh, okay, then. Plan B. Who wants some coffee? It goes <laughs> literally right through me. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> you know... I didn't know that about your species physiology, but I will take that into account for now. I could probably design something that would allow you to accept the sensations of taste, but you could probably just smell it. You don't even it's have called a mouth, a tongue, right? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not even accepting the sensation of taste, you just smack your <laughs> cup against your face. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a bit of an aside, but now that we're all under natural lighting, mm-hmm. maybe we should take a sec. What do our characters look like? Sketch. Me first? Yep. So what does Cecilia Crane look like? Um, I'm five foot seven, about 135 pounds, kind of like average, I guess. I have like very dark blue eyes, like midnight blue, like to the point where they kind of look black. I'm super pale. <laughs> that is part of my like. I'm really pale because of my sorcerer sorceress origin of the shadow. So it's like it gives me all this like terrible stuff. I have black hair with gray streaks, and I just generally just look like a jerk. Uh, I'm wearing like a lot of black and I'm a scavenger so none of it looks like super fancy which is hilarious and I think it's part of why my accent cracks me up so much <laughs> it's because I sound fancier than I look is right. really what it is <laughs> you, you dress like trash but you act like nobility but I act like but I act like I'm tough shit yeah, yeah. so like it's not like it's not like I'm literally wearing garbage it's just like stuff that's clearly older I haven't spent hand me downs kind of some of it some of it is stuff that I've stolen off of corpses so, like, might have a couple bloodstains on them. It's just much more aggressive hand-me-downs. Yes, <laughs> aggressive take-me-downs. You call it a graveyard, I call it a goodwill. <laughs> Come on, guys! <laughs> so, the, I think that's, yeah, it's everything. I'm, like, just a regular old human. The end. <laughs> Llewellyn looks sort of like a half-elf, but the big distinction is that, what season is it in Ravnica? Uh, fall. So, the difference is that his hair... It was earlier kind of a reddish brown, and it kind of shifts color if you stay with him for longer than a few months. Mm. It'll shift to sort of grayer colors, and then it'll change to kind of greens and pinks, and then solid greens in the in the summer. And you see leaves kind of interspersed in it. For those of you specifically Nymphia, who are familiar with trees and leaves, they're apple leaves. Aww. <laughs> oh. Llewellyn's hair is also long. He pulls it back into sort of a loosely braided ponytail. Um, He is a half dryad. So there are some, like, greenish touches to his skin, but otherwise he looks mostly human. Like, what, what, like, skin color is he? He's white, but tan. So you you can kind of tell that just by looking at him that he's no stranger to sunlight. Is he also no stranger to love? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, he he knows the rules. Oh my god. So (laughs) do (laughs) I! I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> Nymphia. Yeah, any, anyway. <laughs> Nymphia is a wood elf from Shadowmoor, which means she has two fairly large thorned horns coming from her forehead in addition to her long pointed ears. Her feet are also um, hoofed at the toe and her skin is pale but also has a slight goldish coppery hue to it. Her hair is pretty long and slightly wavy, pulled back, and she has some braids decorating it. And then her little companion, his skin shifts between a blue and teal iridescence. Mm. And he almost looks a little bit like an axolotl with elongated um, whiskers on his face and a mermaid-like tail. 
How big Once is he? It, like the size of your hand? Yeah, he kind of about the size of a cat, I would say. Aww. Big cat, little cat. Like a normal size Main cat. Coon. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> He's the size of a cat, and by a cat, I mean the largest cat you've ever seen. <laughs> Hold on one second, I'm just looking up what elementals look like. On Chattamore? On, on Chattamore. You're just describing how we'd see your character. Right. And I know in the last session we described you as a charcoal person. Mm -hmm. his, his appearance so, changes between planes slightly. Yeah. It depends on, like, oh, okay. kind of what the plane... So you're influenced like. by the plane's mana? Right. Yep. So, like, for example, while I was on uh, Innistrad for a little bit, I kind of looked like a spirit. And then while I was on Kamigawa, I looked more like the Kamis, like those spirits. On Ravnica, I think I might look more like the, uh... Like the weirds? Yeah, probably more like the weirds. Yeah. Okay. So, you guys start to notice that I don't quite look... Is the change immediate or does it it's upon immediately upon arrival on the plane so you guys notice that i or that irshaya doesn't quite look like how he did in the uh planeswalker trap he looks a little more electrically charged than he used to less charcoaly more more like spindly fibers of lightning coming off him and just like Ooh. small sparks nothing that looks dangerous but you don't really want to mess with him are you like human height um Yoshia is roughly 5'6". He's constantly glowing, just like a little bit, and it's kind of like a pulsing glow, like a heartbeat. He's a red-black planeswalker. Okay, so maybe not quite so much, maybe a bit of lightning, but... Yeah, not like crackling all the time. Like maybe like little, little you, sparks You look off. more like a Lightning, yes! Uh, Literally like lightning them. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, there are no black elementals on... That aren't Rakdo shit. Yeah. Yeah. So Niv Magus Elemental would probably look... I also have. I probably go with uh, with what Nemok looks like. I think I gave a pretty good description before, but this might be a good way to round it yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Nemok stands about six feet in height. He's human in appearance, uh, with pale white skin, with thin traces of almost a silver-looking running through, almost like a second set of veins through his body. His head is covered by this large mechanical-looking almost blob with a bunch of different uh, small porthole-like eyes sticking out in every which direction. The back kind of curves to look like the lobes of a brain, and you don't really see any traces of hair. Uh, his eyes are hidden by a set of several goggles that seem to whiz and click into different positions as he looks around, and his deep blue robes are cut out with lighter colors and whites that are woven in different ways. He's got a heavy traveler's cloak that he seems to be wearing constantly, although it doesn't look particularly heavy at all. All right. Wait. Yeah. So back to what we were doing. <laughs> you all look beautiful. Uh, you were saying you could get us coffee. Or, and, and breakfast. I think it's still that time here. I, right. I, I have no idea. I'm famished. I don't really care what we eat. I just need to eat something. Definitely not a vampire, right? <laughs> I love vampires. <laughs> like, considering where she's from. Alright, so uh, it's going to be through here, and we're just going to take the two blocks that way and one corner around. That's impressive. This city stretches across the entire place. Yeah, the whole damn thing. Well, except for Gruel Lands. Where then it's more like broken city and then forests. But uh, Nymphia, are, Where did are you, you find the time? Are you alright? Uh, I'm a, I'm a little overwhelmed, but I'm doing okay overall. Are you sure? Because I mean, you said you were from Shadowmoor, and I'm gonna be honest. I don't think there are any cities there. <laughs> Definitely not. Um. I'll try and find you a quieter place later. For the moment, <laughs> let's uh, let's let's hurry. Breakfast. Yeah, I think they still have... Uh, oh, yes, they still are serving crepes. I am quite intrigued by this coffee. 
we speak of? <laughs> oh, it is the life... Okay, not the literal lifeblood, but a lifeblood of me sometime. It's... Okay, you, you'll just have to try it. And he kind of... As he turns the corner, he opens the store. This is the place. Usher you in with the other hand. Just tell the goblin, uh, table for five? I'm not speaking to a goblin. I don't speak goblin either. Yeah, not a word. He speaks like everyone else. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, he's actually rather refined. He can probably, like, hear well, us. Well, then I guess that exposes our racism, but... Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hello there, friend. Could I please have a oh, table for five? <laughs> ah, of course. <laughs> Why is she always nice to goblins? Yeah. For five, ah... Uh, Snaps his fingers and uh, another. This one, you realize, is actually just a, a young human grabs a couple of uh, different papers and kind of tries to lead you in the direction of a large open table near a window. Nemox sits down uh, to look around and is like, Alright, so, uh, again, on me. Uh, probably the first time some of you are going to try things here, but that's good. That's like one of the best parts of being a planeswalker, is trying all the different foods. Except, I'm, I'm going to be entirely honest, I'm so sorry, Shia, but uh, Kaladesh food, ugh. How dare you, sir? <laughs> Is it too spicy? <laughs> he does have a very bland palate. Does it give him the trots? <laughs> as much as it can, yes. He's it's too hot for him to trots. <laughs> He's oh also not a fan of mangoes, and that's the only thing what? they have for breakfast. Oh my god. Well, mangoes and yogurt. Mango. He's not a fan of either of those. Activia. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely gets the trots. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's kind of starting to flip through the menu. Anyhow. How comprehensive is this menu? Are we on like brunch menu? This is like breakfast through lunch with like a mix of brunch. You can get kind of like half breakfast, half lunch. Do you want like a steak sandwich on toast? But I please have the coffee and the mango. <laughs> no mango. Ah. Uh, you have to say that when the server gets here. I'm, I'm gonna be like just telling me. Like I know what you want now. I can. It's not like it. his magical room that just makes food show up. He just stares at you like, yeah, you can. You, when the it's on the menu. Gets back. <laughs> it, it's it's gonna be a moment. No worries. The coffee will be here in like two seconds. Where were you raised? The forest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I find your attempt at humor most pleasing. Um, how expensive are the ether chips here? Like, you know, the ones that go in the, what did you call them, crepes? I, I, I call them craps, uh, Kaladesh. <sighs> I'm, I'm gonna be afraid to say this. You are the first aetherborn, yes, yes, aetherborn that I've met that can walk between worlds. Uh, they don't have those here. In fact, your home plane is generally the only place where there's a large supply of aether, if any at all. There's no aether here? Yeah, except, oh, for the no. except for you. Guys, I have a business proposition for you. <laughs> We can make so much money selling ether chips. Ah, hey, oh. hey! I don't. What were you saying? <laughs> yeah. I will not have interplanet travel be used for malicious intent and or the delivery. Uh, who am I kidding? You can do whatever you want. It's yeah, delicious. it wasn't exactly yeah. talking about malicious intent. Just a trade network. I wasn't talking malicious intent. I was talking delicious you, intent. You do have to. Uh. Be <laughs> Again, your attempted humor quite satisfying. So uh. no ether chips. No ether chips. And I will advise you to be cautious about interplanar, I guess, trading. Sometimes it can go very well. For example, Mirrodin generally doesn't have a lot of wood. It was great to trade wood there because they had all the metal in the world. Imagine walking away with like 200 pounds of gold that you could literally rake up from the floor. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm kind of uh, interested in that. Uh, can you lead us there real quick? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. It is my home. But unfortunately there's some... New neighbors who are not the most friendly. And by not the most friendly, I mean will hunt you down, vivisect you, and turn you into a monstrosity. So! Did you, like, not return their lawnmower or something? Oh, <laughs> they're, they're just always like they're this. Oh, okay. oh um, right. Whoops. 
It's an object from Kaladesh. It uh, lets you cut this thing called grass. No, no, no grass. you're making you're making her very upset right now. Why would you right cut now? the ground of the forest? I mean, we need parking lots for our vehicles. What? Do you uh, not know what a vehicle gas. is? <laughs> so, actually, come to think of it, I haven't seen a vehicle on. There aren't here. Ramping. There aren't here. They use lots of mounts. Uh, Chariots occasionally. Count as a vehicle. Mm-hmm. What? Would a carriage count as a vehicle? I guess they're carriages. Chariot? I think, like, he's thinking more like a thing you drive yeah. with, like, there, an engine in it. There are no aether-powered vehicles on this plane, or generally any other plane. They're, uh, they're a rarity. I'm gonna be Boring! Because he's, like, hating planes yeah. walking more and more. <laughs> wow, all these places I just want to go back home. Look, we met out of vehicles, but there's lots of other exciting things for you to try. Actually, on that note, is there a reason why you brought us here specifically? Why, yes, in fact. Oh, wait, hold on. Here's the waiter. Oh, you want something, don't you? Personally, I would like, like um, <laughs> I would like this crepe, uh, strawberries. Now is the time for coffee and mangoes. Sure. Oh yeah, coffee would be great. Sure, lady. Lovely. Uh, coffee. What about you? Uh, Feast. He's, he's, he's not the mirror, is he? No, no, no. Luckily not. No. But if he was, he wouldn't tell you anyway. Yeah. What's a demir? I don't know. Uh, coffee. No, thank you. I I don't understand what coffee is. We I'll just, bring you a fresh pot. We anyway. just drink straight ether. We are obsessed with that crap. Apparently. All right. Uh, and you, uh, young, <laughs> young lady? Yeah, young lady. Uh, what can I get you? Just coffee and eggs, please. That's fine. Co- uh, how would you like your eggs? Over easy. All right. Uh, it'll be right up for you. But, Mr. Coyden, as you uh, as you did suggest, there is something I'd actually like the four of you to do for me while here. Naturally, you all kind of came together, and I'm hoping that I can keep you together through this. Oh, what do you think we are, set? Ah, uh, you showed up at my place at the same time, kind of. Like, you don't just walk in on four random people who have never met before, throwing open and nearly destroying an interdimensional... You, you know what, I'm, go- I'm gonna say that. You've clearly you know, never don't... been to one of my parties. Yeah, I don't have that many interdimensional things, so I can't really compare it to anything. Okay, alright. There's a first time for everything, like, yeah, this really, just happens really. sometimes. Apparently, really? yeah. I'll have to make a note of that. But, uh, yes, there is something, in fact, that I'd like for you to do here. Recently, while I was on Ravtica, I was... Robbed, let's say, of a relatively precious artifact, and I am looking for a little bit of assistance getting it back. I alone could probably get in, but I don't know if I could get out, and uh, you were able to get past a couple of different traps. You had traps? I thought you were trying to make your whole place safe for people who just randomly showed up. (laughs) You opened up all of my stuff. You broke open baubles filled with some of the most heinous, dangerous creatures and interesting creatures that I can possibly find on every plane that I've been to. In all fairness, we didn't break those open. The other creatures broke the other things open. (laughs) (laughs) And you killed not one, but two of my creatures. And most of the stuff was unlocked. There was uh, even a key laying around. I'm thinking it was again, the Leviathan again, that killed that's most of the creatures. Again, they killed each other. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it was, that's not really an OSS. And it's really like, bizarre how it happened. I don't know how that angel ended up in there in the first place. Yeah, what did you really just, just, you just leave the glass balls out? Couldn't you put them in something like individual things so if one broke, they wouldn't break all the others? Or, you know, maybe not ha- all of them in a, or like a trap on where any you're of your darts. people there, just like. Also, it, why not make them into more, the like, cubicle shapes? There. Ones that won't roll around and fall on the ground and smash into a thousand pieces. She has a good point. Mm-hmm. She has a good point. Or, or like, just literally anything. Other or than line the floor with a trampoline. Or just take pictures of them and drawings of them. Anything. You had Even so more shag rugs. <laughs> more you, rugs. You had some shag like, rugs in the hallway. Why not to open them? <laughs> like, I choose you and then you throw it. Nifty, <laughs> don't you have anything, uh, any suggestions for him? <laughs> it's the time. Speak up. 
Give your options. Is the coffee here yet? <laughs> no, you're going to have to wait on that a more minute. And, and to explain why they can't be in cubes, normally when you take a spatial contortion of the object and surround it and literally cut it from the plane itself to hold it in the thing, it's more difficult to do that in a cubicle form or a pyramid form, and I've tried both, than a sphere. I'm just reading uh, the menu. I'm well, just while, while, he's just like, while he's like, he's like ranting off this entire speech about the metaphysics, Llewellyn's looking at Cecilia and just putting his hand together and like, like wah, doing wah, that wah. like, oh my god, talk, 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 <laughs> hand motion. <laughs> Coffee! This short, kind of stubbier goblin kind of puts this big pot up and he grabs a couple of these different tin mugs and starts pouring them for different people. Cream of sugar? No, thank you. Cream of sh- any- cream- I'll just leave him here. Uh, cream but no sugar. Did you just leave it? Alright, fine. I'm going to try it in its natural state first and then see if I need to add anything. I would advise a little bit of caution. It can be... It's a sip. Should be fine. I don't think she's... Or at the very least, should be entertaining. Agreed. Yes. Don't worry drink about it, Drink all of it. Just drink it. <laughs> also, don't mind the steam coming off of it either. It'll be it's nice. It's supposed to be served toast. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the cold coming off of it. <laughs> she could literally feel the heat on it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, you're all lying. <laughs> Nolan just said, no, it's supposed to be served hot. So. He's not lying. Scalding hot. Yeah. <laughs> this is McDonald's hot. <laughs> McDonald's pre-lawsuit. <laughs> oh, this is brilliant. Right? Are we in the smoking section? Uh, well, I mean, Urshaya's already smoking. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are, in fact, in the smoking section. There was a non-smoking section. But uh, it's not what you would think of a smoking section. It's more people, people are carrying lit torches, fire. and there's uh, there's uh, Boros Elementor who's quite literally on fire on the head, uh, sitting a couple of tables over. Great. Lulin yeah. <laughs> has a couple cigars in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to pull one out and debate using his magic to create a little firebolt and light it, and he looks at the Boros guy, and he's like... <laughs> Oh, right, hold on a second. <laughs> oh uh, he's going to get what? up and go over to the Boros table and like hold the cigar up. Excuse me, do you mind? <laughs> Not at all. Uh, he's just going to like stick the cigar in his face oh <laughs> and puff and just... All right, thank you. Perfect. You're welcome. Where even am I? May I compliment <laughs> you on your excellent clothing? Oh, thank you. And may I compliment you on your foyer? <laughs> well, thank you. It's my it's mother. Nice, nice car. <laughs> it burns no neat, I guess. I, I, don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's alright. Most people don't understand that. I, I just wouldn't know where to start. You're burning fire, man. I'm just, just trying to be polite, man. <laughs> well, just, just take it. You're just backing away. I put it down, pick it up. I'm going to walk away. <laughs> Have a good day. You too. Aww. Making friends. Making friends with my lighter. <laughs> my cigar. Like shoving my cigar into those faces. I'm surprised no one's decided to look around the room a little. Lulin probably would have been keeping an eye on... Looking around, just trying to get the lay of the land, and then keeping an eye on... Because we're at the window seat. Yep. Just looking out into the streets and getting a view of everything. This is the first plane other than Horizon that he's been to. Period. He hasn't seen anything else other than his home plane and the planar prison that we were trapped in. Yeah, I guess we should have asked, like, when we walked in, like, what the place looked like. Yeah. I, honestly, I, I'll fall Should we do a perception? Should we each do perception checks? And honestly, at this point, I'll yeah. do perception like checks see if I notice anything. Right? I, would, I would say you can either go with passive perception or you can actually do a perception check. 
The ones of us who are used to combat probably would have done active perception as soon as we walked in. Eleven. Perception is what? Wisdom? Yeah. Oh, seventeen. <laughs> so, uh, Yoshia, you, you happen to notice, now that you've gotten settled and you're not so much focused on the conversation going on, but it's Never going was. on around you, <laughs> you happen to notice that there are a wide variety more things than you've ever seen on Kaladesh. There are all sorts of different types of peoples here. There is uh, an elemental sitting over, there's a minotaur sitting at bar. Across the way a little bit, you notice someone that kind of looks a little bit like Nymphia, but just something's different about it. They're horns, but they're more like deer antlers. There are quite a few goblins uh, over at one table. All of them are dressed rather nicely, and you, you get the impression that they're all bust boys. Okay. Who else noticed things? An 18. Yeah. I probably noticed I the same. A, I only rolled a 17. Okay. Yeah. You, so I, I've seen Does he notice anything there. else? He, he does, in fact. He noticed over in a, a more shaded corner. It was a window seat, but they've drawn the blinds. Two men in rather dark robes. Uh, there's a dagger sitting on the table, and one of them appears to be passing coins to the other. But the coins seem to... They don't seem entirely perfect. Uh, do an arcana check really quick. Okie dokie. Um, 16. You realize that the coins that whoever this person is passing are actually illusions. Can I do an insight check on these people and, Go right ahead. and see if they think they're getting a fair deal? Go right ahead, yeah. I doubt I see anything. I rolled a four, uh, so that is nine. So, uh, from although you notice that this one guy is passing illusionary fake, coins, fake money, yeah, yeah, fake money. To be honest, you kind of think that he's trying to show a magic trick, like, hey, look, it's fake gold. Right. So I'm gonna <laughs> poof it away at a moment's notice for this guy to see. So you kind of phase out of that really quick. All right. There was someone interesting who just seemed to walk in. What did they look like? They stand a little bit taller than you, with leaves kind of weaving in and through their hair, and a couple of what look almost like branches sticking out every so often. They carry with them like a tall staff. You realize that they're also a half-dryad. Does Ravnica have half-dryads? I thought they just had full-dryads. They got full-dryads, they got humans, probably half-dryads. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we, we know Celestia. <laughs> even even on his home plane, half dryads are rare. Mm -hmm. So this would definitely have gathered his attention. Okay. She might even have his or she he. Uh, you're not particularly able to tell. It looks like feminine features, but for the most part, you really can't tell from this distance. They probably would have his whole attention or a, a large portion of his attention, because ordinarily the only time he's seen another person like him was at deeply fey intersections. Alright, uh, so this half-dryad walks in, greets one of the hosts, and the host sets them to a part of the bar. At this point, Nemox rambling a little bit about... What is he not rambling? <laughs> <laughs> it is literally a character flaw. Mm -hmm. Rambling about... Uh, no, it's, I mean, characters can't have as many flaws as we want. Oh, yeah. Our flaw is just that we're extremely petty. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> Nemox rambling on a little bit about the different amounts of planar magic needed to capture different shapes, uh, and specifically pointing out how a decahedron is much more complex <laughs> to capture than a sphere. He's still talking I mean, about the shapes. I mean, if you need to catch just a square, that's a lot easier than a cube. <laughs> Nymphia. Oh, sorry. Nymphia is sipping her coffee and listening intently. <laughs> I stopped listening now, once you Should we do an arcana coffee. check to see if she's learned anything from this? <laughs> you know, go for it. He's a blue mage. 
You can definitely tell from this that he and you share... Wait, no, 21. 21? All right. Mm. I have proficiency. (laughs) (laughs) You are learning that one of the bases of uh, magic, that blue magic that you didn't learn, is a lot more about control and about locking things down. Whereas he's using this type of magic to freeze things in time, you start to piece together that you could probably use this temporarily to hold someone. Possibly even to uh, to avert an attack, or basically to entirely circumvent uh, an encounter with someone. Did she learn a new magic spell? Not quite <laughs> yet, but if she spends a little bit of time and maybe asks about it, probably. All right. Nymphia is extremely curious, by the way. <laughs> it would make so much sense. Uh, did she like ask him any questions, or is he just going to continue to rant until he gets up to the point where he's like, and if you happen to go over the number of 120 sides, that's when you can do a full <laughs> prismatic capture. I've only performed this once on a Leviathan. I just want you to know that I'm literally looking for alcohol. (laughs) You want some more Irish in your coffee? Yes. Like, I want to have just Irish and no coffee at Uh, this point. Just do me a favor. Just roll a straight investigation check. Perfect 20. There is a back menu. The whole back menu is alcohol. Okay, I'm going to like... The entire back menu contains every type of port wine. And several types of whiskeys. I'm gonna like try my best to like get the waiter's attention without waving or saying anything. I'm just gonna be kind of like eye him up and be like, Mm-mm-mm. you you have made perfect eye contact with. This I'm just waiter. doing the the I'm trying to drink hand signal. The, uh, the waiter <laughs> the waiter kind of holds up one of the menus and to the back portion and is like bringing his hand here and like kind of signal like just just nod or something. What do you want me to stop at? What you want? I just, there. I don't even know what it is, I just say sure, whatever it is. She just slides her finger across the list, all of them. (laughs) Kind of nods, looks at the one, nods, and walks away for a moment. I'm back to not Heads back behind the bar, and he, bartender himself, actually heads down into the cellar. Ooh! Was our first 20 of the game rolled looking for alcohol? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, it was. How appropriate, everyone! (laughs) Cheers! 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 Cheers Cheers for my alcoholism! We all drink up. We all all have to drink up. Congratulations, yes, yes. So she's gonna get drunk. Yep. So, uh, Nymphia, were there any questions you wanted to ask Nima? So, Nymphia is definitely more of a loves to listen, doesn't love to talk kind of person. Okay. He will continue to <laughs> ramble about uh, control, and he's now actually starting on the basics of the, uh, the formation that he uses to bind these things. And he... Now, it's a lot simpler to one of the earlier freeze enchantments uh, that I learned growing up. Oh, it's, it's, it's a rather simple spell, actually. Uh, you utilize some of the cooling abilities of blue magic combined with almost uh, a chaining ability that's allowed to shut down and control things, almost like a counter spell. And you, oh my goodness, you have so Oh god. What is it that you want us to do? <laughs> you brought us here for a purpose. Clearly you need someone other than yourself to do these things. I mean, you you were powerful enough to just trap a goddamn Leviathan in a fishbowl. <laughs> what is it that you need us to do? <sighs> I was learning so much. I we can you can do that later. <laughs> I was about to stuff We only have face. <laughs> one piece of food for breakfast. <laughs> you, you, again, you can have more. I, I'm not that hungry. <laughs> All right. Very well. I'm not just going to keep eating to stall time. <laughs> Very well. So, the last time I was here, I attempted to properly store an object, Bane Alley, which is known for its secure locations. However... Boros raid, uh, much like the man over there who happens to be on fire, 
took said object from its secure location, where it was bought by the Urzov. You can think of them... He's gonna look at the fire guy. Uh, I, I'm kind of picturing him looking at the fire guys. Did you take the thing? <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> He's kind of more enjoying his coffee right now. It seems to, to almost boil in his hand. actually gonna have done that. <laughs> Anyhow, it's now owned in an Orzov treasury. The Orzov, as you most likely do not know, are, I think, somewhere between a corporation and a church and necromancers. Yes, yes. Corporation, church, necromancers. Combination of the three. Uh, they are rather greedy, and most of the things they get their hands on, they tend not to let go of. Thus, my to-be-named-later artifact. It's on a need-to-know basis. I apologize for that. You don't uh, think we need to know, as we're going to apparently try yeah. to get it for you? Let's I find need what to he... know what it looks like. Do, do we need to take <laughs> it? Do we need to destroy it? Do we need to secure it? I would very much prefer if it's not destroyed, but if it comes down to that, so be it. I mean, none like of us have the means to destroy it, but we got to find out what this entails if you want us to actually do it. Is it like, <sighs> all of this is relevant. If we're going to steal this thing for you, is it larger than a bread box? Can we conceal it? Can Do we have to carry it out? Uh, would it backlash on whoever's carrying it? How would much are you to paying bond for people? it? Fine. One moment. And he kind of pauses to himself, almost freezing still for a second. And you get this almost little pain in your head for a second before you have this perfect imagery of what it is, in fact. All of us, or just all of you? Okay. okay. So, what you see before you... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. What you see before you, uh, back at what Nemok had previously claimed as his home, is this unusual sphere that seems to be floating over a small pedestal. The sphere itself seems to reflect anything, but any reflection that it seems, and you see Nemok's own glare in there, as he turns away, you realize the reflection stays with the moment before turning itself. It is my copy of a Marari. That's a stupid name. You said it like that's important. I know what happened. Yeah. Right. yeah. It sounds pretty. I disagree with it. It sounds like kind of a Marari. I kind of like it. Is her last name Carrie? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very powerful artifact. I won't exactly say what it does. But needless to say that if in the wrong hands, it could be used for great good or great evil. You see, if you want us to carry it, we'd have to I'm hold it say, at some point if it could be, be in our hands. It, shouldn't we know what we could potentially have happen to us? For the most part, I doubt any of you will be able to attune to it quickly enough to utilize it. All right, so, so it yeah, won't... Yeah, but what if someone else did and we don't want to die to That's it? That's yeah. yeah. Very well. Imagine for a moment that you're... Casting a spell, whether it be... Done. <laughs> whether it be something as simple as uh, simple entangle, or perhaps an overwhelming orchestra that's taking you back in time. All right. What the Morari can do is channel a minimal amount of mana and duplicate the very same spell. It's, for most sorcerers and planeswalkers like us, an incredibly valuable and powerful artifact. I'm terrified that it's ended up in the wrong hands here, and I'd very much like to get it back into a safe vault. I had a fear before, when my home was intruded on, and I wanted to keep it somewhere out of the way. Hmm. Fortunately, it appears the safest place will in fact be my vault. I apologize if this seems a little... Despite our best efforts. <laughs> <laughs> Dis yes, yes. I mean, you got into the showroom, not the vault, but... Either way, you are all clever, talented, and may I say it, rather 
proficient. Well, thank you. And I'd like your assistance. This flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like I'm on board. <laughs> now, obviously, I wouldn't do this without some sort of payment for you, and part of it you may have already received in the artifacts I produced that you have, I guess, not looted, but uh, procured. No, we straight up looted them. <laughs> thank, thank you for those, though. Uh, no, no problem, no problem. I'll, I'll probably have replacements within a week or two. Can I try to make a persuasion check and see if I can uh, uh, see if I can get him to give us the Mirari as payment for it? <laughs> I mean, that seems so- like a stretch. Yeah, that seems like a stretch. So, like, if I mean, you can like, try. I, I you think... can certainly try. Okay, I'm not. I'm not gonna say no. Um, I'm gonna reason it like we'll take care of it if we can snag it. All right. All right. All right. Go, go because if, it's, if, if, if it's we can... to us, can we keep it? <laughs> It followed me home. <laughs> I can literally do that. Alright, so roll. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Roll. Go ahead. Shia. 17 plus 4. 21. Can I have it? <laughs> Can I have it? I. I know that you haven't been just. Uh, Cecilia, you actually. Uh, you get a tap on the shoulder as this goblin hoists up what looks like a very dusty bottle of wine, along uh. with a glass. And actually, a small array of cheeses. Oh, thank you so much. Hmm. It's the least I could do. This thing's been down there for almost 200 years. Oh, thank you. And you said you were getting this right, right, great. All right. Uh, Already pouring it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I suppose I can. I. As competent as you are. How long has this place been in business that they've had wine in the basement for 200 years? <laughs> it's a good place that it's, it's it's part of the old district of Ravnica. It's uh it's well the 201-year-old district. Right. <laughs> we bought it when we opened. <laughs> it's it's been in the Goblins family for uh Aww. I I'd say 100 generations just knowing how quick they die. I feel bad, like, out of character, because, yeah. like, in character, I'm just drinking it, not caring mm. at all. <laughs> like, oh, God, like God. I, don't consi- I don't consider this important at all. It is. Or the goblins' people. Right? <laughs> as far as you can tell, it is some of the best wine that you have ever had. Ooh. And this is, this is from someone who lives, or came from Innistrad. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of wineries and vineyards there. This, by far, exceeds them. It's going to be difficult to find more of this. You're considering just taking the f***ing bottle. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just talking <laughs> gold at him. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, I was thinking, like, um, could I... Do I have, like, some sort of like, a flask type? Could I try some? <laughs> Looking through. <No>. My <laughs> Looking through. If you liked coffee, dear, you won't like this. <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> you it's don't really want awful. It. It's really awful. I'm looking for a way to get rid of it. Yes, because I don't want to drink it ever again. <laughs> I just want to keep it. <laughs> to have. Keep it. It's a very you know, pretty bottle. To terrible wine. To use as a torture technique <laughs> yeah. against people, against foes. Yes, yes. You, you understand. I have a Dungeoneer's pack. Is there anything in that pack that I can utilize as a... There are probably a couple of small vials of flasks. All right. I'm just going to, like, when the, like, the waiters aren't looking, I'm just going to, like, pour a little bit. Do you, uh, do slide a hand? Oh my god. <laughs> Please don't be shaky hands. Let's see, I rolled an 11. 16. You kind of hear this, like, almost like a stage whisper, like, Lady, bottle's yours. Do whatever you want. Oh, yes. Thank you. He rolled a nat 20. Like, <laughs> he saw that. He saw it. <laughs> he saw that. And he's just like, I don't give a fuck. Well, just, well, more, well, you know, like, might be in a situation where you can't just whip at a whole bottle. 
Yeah. But I can whip out like a little vial. She's like, basically doing the flash, what she you know wants. Yeah. Just the, the, I'll be. I'll just be like, thanks. The goblin bartender just kind of shrugs, like, and I'm just like, thanks, buddy. You're a cash cow right now. He's, he's not. He's gonna let you do whatever the fuck you want. I will no give. Point did he I will give. Sure I will. I will just this. like give. No, I'll, but, I'll but put he, the... he knows Nimok, and Nimok right. will have the money to pay for this. I'm just gonna like give Nymphia the cheeses. Just to, there you go, because she looks Thank grumpy, you. and I don't want her to, to try to take my wine. <laughs> I, accept, I accept these cheese gifts graciously. Has your character actually ever had cheese before? No. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright. So, uh, thank you for your cheese. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> oh God, I can't believe it. Which that. cheese did she pick? Because that's important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. We have to roll for this. We spent like half an hour hour at the restaurant. Roll for Brie. (laughs) It is! It's a Brie! So, have you you ever had a Brie before? No. So, uh, we'll we'll go with like a more creamy Brie. So, imagine imagine this... Imagine something that tastes like cheese. (laughs) Ah! Imagine this. It's almost a little bit more of like a sweet, kind of like a milk, like a milky taste that you're feeling but it's different. It's almost as if someone has just left it for too long. I also give some to my companion. He, uh, he, he takes, like, a little nibble of it. You can kind of... He didn't realize he had a tongue up until that point, but it kind of thicks it out again to stick the piece that he had bit back onto the thing, and he tries to hand it back to you. <laughs> <laughs> is your spirit a he or a she? It is genderless. Fair enough. Okay. I will not impose genders onto a companion. I rather like this cheese. I enjoy all the flavors of this world, and I cannot wait to try more. Good, because you will have a lot of that. This is breakfast food. You haven't even gotten to lunch or dinner. Wonderful. Hooray! (laughs) (laughs) Cheese. Too good for this world. (laughs) To answer your question, Yoshia, I will not give you mine, but I would not put it out of the question to perhaps make one for you. Although it would require a little bit more than just getting mine back. Yoshia starts fist pumping. <laughs> I will note, however, it is rather unwieldy to carry. And he kind of portions out with his hands something about the size of uh, a basketball. It's moderately heavy, but not difficult. The worst part is just how smooth it is. It'll slip through your fingers if you're not careful with it. Looking at the size of my bag to see like, <laughs> if I just happen to, you know, not steal per se, but if it just so happens to fall into my hands Again. and it fit into my bag. <laughs> Again, I am perfectly willing to reward all of you, rather handsomely, in fact, for retrieving this object for me. Well, I won't lie. I have no idea where I am or where to go from here, so I will help you. Yeah, speaking of, I did have one question. If we were to jump or walk, you said we were planeswalkers, so if we were to walk Mm -hmm. from here, would your house catch us? Uh, For the moment, no. It is no longer... I guess, perceiving you. I could, in fact, have it so that you would go back to it, but for the most part, if you truly wanted to, you could just leave. Although... Could you set it to specifically target us? Indeed I can. I have to go back Mm. there first. Why do you... Oh. And this, like, pair of larger lenses for his goggles kind of switches into place. They're roughly about the size of a golf ball. They're much larger than the rest of them, and they kind of bulge out for a second. He goes, Mm. oh, very clever. I see. Yes. Yeah. All right. He's basically just told us there's no running from him. (laughs) If we were a neg on this, he can just set it to, like, if this guy planeswalks, he comes here. Right. 
It was actually based off of a design that I encountered while on Ravdika itself from another planeswalker, but I can leave that story for another day. I take it you don't really care for my stories at all. I mean, what yeah, yeah, I just want the thing. I'm fine with the stories, it's the length of the story. I want a short story, not a novel. <laughs> I have, like, the one. <laughs> I find them quite intriguing, actually. I'm glad someone appreciates it, as blue mages need to stick together. Right, so, uh, I could do this in a couple of ways. Obviously, you've realized that gold, despite its appearance and its coinment, is generally valued on all planes, with the exception of Mirrodin. And in some ways, that allows you to take gold in itself. I'll stop beating around the bush. I can pay you either in gold, I could probably give you some lesser artifacts, or, if you truly wish, I could commission a piece for you that might be more to your tastes. It's pretty tempting. All right. Hmm. Personally, I won't guarantee more success, I won't guarantee the completion of the job. You've only given us the bare bones, you haven't told us the de any details beyond what was stolen and who might have it. Not where it is, not where they've taken it, not what they're planning on doing it, just where it might be. But if you can provide me with that information or if you can point me in the right direction, I'm not above trying to find this thing for you. I may not have an exact location, but I can tell you the building that it would be in. He kind of rolls his fingers for a second and you get this image of this large cathedral. This is bigger than any of the ones that you have ever seen in your home plane. And it's got these massive windows that are stained glass that all sort of lead towards uh, people giving money to what looks like a man with a huge bag and some smaller gray things that happen to be holding up other bags collecting more money. This is the Morzov's largest safe house. If it's going to be anywhere, it's going to be there. My suspicion is that it'll be at the lower levels of the vault. Luckily, I happen to know of at least two ways that we could get in there. It will probably be relatively heavy armed from the street, but the Orzov count on bats in particular to fend off invaders from the sewers and from my little hidden cave. It's where the bats fly out of the night. I'm gonna be entirely honest. TMI. <laughs> Trust me, I I've met the vampire. They're not particularly friendly, although apparently they don't like mercury, so they avoided biting me. Would have been great okay. to tell us. <laughs> right, I, I don't have mercury blood. <laughs> I will know for a fact, tomorrow night, there will be a service to the birthday of one of the members of the Orzov Council, and all of the upper elites, that means the stronger vampires, and basically anyone who is anyone, and not either a thrall or in debt, will be there, leaving a prime target for us to break in. So, you want to take advantage of this opportunity when everyone's attention is elsewhere? Exactly! It's like you've read my mind, but in less complex words. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I could just not do this for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I... If you may not have noticed, uh, people skills are not my forte. Fine. Fine. Very well. But I, I will put it... I will point it this way. Assuming we don't trigger any alarms, kill too many guards, or happen to let someone get away and alert... Most likely the Orzov themselves, that someone is breaking into their most treasured house, full of riches beyond what we can imagine. We should be able to grab anything that isn't nailed down as well. Wonderful. Well, let's go. Yeah. Did I hear <laughs> I free stuff? I don't know why we're wasting our time tomorrow, here. But what can you tell me about the building itself? Do you have any sort of information on the interior? Plans? Or anyone in the inside that might be able to describe where this vault is and what sort of defenses have been built around it? That I unfortunately haven't gotten to yet. As much mind-probing as I'd like to have done, 
I don't tend to hang around Orzov territory too much. Otherwise, I'm asked if I can pay tribute, and to be honest, after the 50th or 60th time, I start to run out of coin. Uh, either way, I feel it probably would be a good idea to provide you with a little bit, just to pay off anyone who comes around you asking for tribute. And he kind of tucks it and pulls out these smaller, nice red velvet bags from a, and plunks them down onto uh, the table in front of each of you. Oh, I nearly forgot. And he kind of waves his fingers over and the waiter shows up again, holding up what looks like a small clipboard with a rather long list of paper on it. I hope that's not the bill. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks over the list of paper, looks at the bottle of wine that Cecilia's holding, and then looks down again. <laughs> Very well, I said you could get whatever you want. And he goes into one of the deeper pockets in what looks like his, really more like his clothing, and pulls out a larger bag <laughs> and opens it to reveal quite a few platinum pieces. Ooh. And uh, the waiter grabs this, takes it away, bows accordingly, and walks back to the uh, bartender himself. But yes, for the most part, I feel we should take the opportunity today to scout out the area. And possibly, for the few of us who can, to try and find out more details on where it would be and, well, more precisely, how best to get in there. Now, I know that there are quite a couple of bats, and I know that one of the ways that we can disrupt the bats is to use some sort of loud sound. So I can work on something that would be able to do that. Can we just yell really loudly? Yes, if you want to alert everyone else. <laughs> what if I just spoke to the bats? You speak bat? I can speak to animals. You speak bat. <laughs> he... He gives this almost perplexed look for a second as, again, his goggles kind of change and there are a couple. His right eye is now a subset of three smaller lenses that look almost like a microscope that kind of zoom in a little bit uh, before uh, going back to the ones he was had on previously. Interesting. I'm going to be entirely honest, I did not consider this among the realm of possibilities. <laughs> Very well. Do the bats speak back to you? Well, yes. Are you sure? I can cast a spell that lets me speak to the bats and let the bats speak hmm. back to me. It must, be, it must not be great conversationalists, to be entirely honest. Animals usually aren't, but they can generally tell you about the area around them, maybe a little bit of information on anything they've seen recently. He, That's my experience, at least. He kind of gives almost this look of surprise, like, don't think we'll need to go through the sewers, then. All right. And at this point, the uh, goblin waiter comes back, and he hands uh, a small handful of coin. You notice that they're all copper pieces. Mm. <laughs> I don't care. Like, <laughs> I'm just like... Sucks a sock. <laughs> he kind of looks at the, the coin in his hand before pulling out a single gold coin, setting it atop and handing it back to the waiter himself, who graciously accepts his tip. I doubt we'll be uh, given the offer of get whatever we want again. Within reason, will be added as a clause. Well, how was I supposed to know that it was the 200-year-old wine? I just said, sure, that one. It was 40 platinum. I couldn't read the menu from here. He was just waving his hand around like I was supposed to just have memorized the menu at this point and been able to pinpoint exactly which you one You could have asked. I didn't say you couldn't have wine. I just you didn't were busy talking. I didn't want to talk over you. You had, we were in the middle of a very important conversation about the difference between spheres and cubes and quadrahedral shapes. And I didn't want to talk over you. It's very important, apparently. He kind of sighs a little bit of this and says, if... If at all I am describing things in too much detail, feel free to interrupt me. I can get off onto a separate tangent. Before you spent $300 on wine. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's reasonable. I don't think it's a big deal. <laughs> <sighs> but very well, now that uh, breakfast is over, let's take a look around. I know I, I would advise staying close to me. Ravdika's a very big city, 
and I don't believe any of you have been here before. I'd hate for one of you to run into the wrong ghoul in an alley. I look directly at them, Fia. <laughs> I just assume that if anybody's gonna like get lost, I just know it's gonna be her. <laughs> yes, I don't plan on wandering off by myself. That's for sure. <laughs> or that someone's just, like we're all gonna be walking and someone's just gonna like grab her and like pull her, <laughs> like pull her away. <laughs> Has the either the half dryad or that party who are getting paid fake money done anything uh, since you introduced these these NPCs? <laughs> we didn't take immediate action on one. The one party, but uh, roll, roll perception again. Roll perception. Mm. Um, seventeen. Okay. Uh, of the two men that you saw before, the person who had been handed the fake money appears to be gone right now. He's, he's gone, but the uh, the other one's still sitting there patiently. And uh, for the moment, the half dry is actually sitting at the bar, uh, sipping something that almost looks like cider. Okay. Uh, we can we can take a couple of minutes here. Uh, bathroom break, I assume, for uh, everyone but uh, your Shia. I'm gonna be entirely honest. I don't know if you. Does your species uh, urinate? Do you, do you, do you, do you, make, do you excrete at all? <laughs> well, occasionally I'll excrete gas. Um. Interesting. Please, please. Would you would you mind going into detail? <laughs> would, you, would you would you mind going into detail on this? And um, you happen to notice a a pen and what almost looks like uh, a thin black quill kind of pop out from his pocket and almost start to write down. Well, occasionally uh, someone from my species will uh, excrete gas or just completely turn into gas. Oh my! Well, this is quite interesting. <laughs> it, it really depends on uh, whether or not we consume something like a burrito. <laughs> have you ever had burritos here? I have not. What is a... Have you ever had burritos? Bur so you have no mouth. <laughs> I'm pulling the bottle the, back out of my bag. I can just shove it in my face. <laughs> <laughs> sip of it. Indian food, Mexican food. <laughs> it's all disastrous. <laughs> I mean, there is technically a Mexican plane, but we'll get onto that later. See. Really? <laughs> the new set is pretty much South America. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Interessante. <laughs> Alright, so he's... That's uh, a German plane. <laughs> and Mexico is not South America. Nope. See, si. <laughs> muy bien, Daniel. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, anyhow, I'm going to. Uh, how do I put this polite? I'm going to make a deposit really quickly. Uh, I'll be going to go to the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> you That's... literally just asked him about whether or not he excretes anything. Yeah, I think the, at I think the, the breakfast the, table. The line for politeness is passed. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Do you poop? <laughs> <laughs> Now, if you'll pardon me, I need to go to the bank. <laughs> I have to go drop the kids off at the pool. Take the Browns to the Super Taking Bowl. Taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> they had to go into overtime. Oh my god. What? <laughs> but you poop, right? <laughs> Your people shit. <laughs> oh, uh, me? No, I don't. <laughs> I go to the bank. <laughs> I, go to I the make the bank. deposit my stolen gold turds. I go to the bank and just powder my nose. That would explain why he's got so much goddamn platinum on. <laughs> Truth. And why he specifically said, oh, we could go and just get so much gold. <laughs> Alright, no. There was quite literally, there on Mirrodin there were fields of razor uh, grass. All what? of it was gold, yeah. All of it was f***ing gold. All of it. People's bodies just had gold in it. 
just gold everywhere. There are metals everywhere. Like he lived at a place. Cutting people open and taking their bodies. <laughs> he he quite literally lived at a place that was a giant pool of mercury. Mm. That, that's literally. Again, helping with the vampires. Right. Shocker. Alright. So, uh, uh kind of gets up and walks away from the table. Are any of you going to do anything while he's gone? I'm going to start walking around, seeing if there's anything else that kind of looks like me. Because, like, I'm assuming by now, while Nemok was talking, uh, Irshaya was probably just whipping out his little mirror and just taking yeah, a gander at himself. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> How do I look today? Uh, you actually noticed something relatively interesting when you hold up your mirror. Mm-hmm. The buildings and the surroundings seemed almost kind of fade in there. These faint blue lines that seem to be leading in a variety of different directions up spires and round corners, and some even seem to delve into the sewers. But you, you yourself, actually, no, no. Uh, roll, roll just straight charisma. I want to see this shit. All right. Nat one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh my god, what has this plane done to you? Oh my god, Is that I lightning? look hideous. <laughs> Is that like, oh, I, I, oh. Like, oh, what happened to my head? I have to wear a scarf. <laughs> oh, dear God. Does anyone have a scarf? Like a full-on shawl. Is our Ethanborn going to put on a hijab? He <laughs> 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 was not intending for that, okay? But again, nothing else. Right. <laughs> no pants. No pants, no, no shirt. I mean, no he's, shoes. He's got a relatively nice No cape. service. No service. <laughs> you, you're going to have to go clothes shopping later. Um, I'm gonna temporarily just turn my little cape that I got into like a little hijab, so it's like covering my head and like my sides and everything, just so nobody looks at me. You, you have successfully flopped your cape over your head. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, the couple of the tables around seem to take notice of this look a little awkwardly, but for the most part, they just uh, must be some weird rectos freak. Wait, but does he interpret that as them being horrified by his face? <laughs> I'm ugly. Oh god, look at him! He's a monster. Don't look at me! Roll an insight I'm check. I'm a monster! Roll an insight check, please. Ten. Some of them you feel are just like, oh, well, that's, that's an up-and-coming style, but other ones are like, ugh! He has the audacity to look like that in public? <laughs> I'm a monster! <laughs> <laughs> I am beautiful. <laughs> 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 Alright. Uh, anybody else doing anything? Um, I'm. Can I just kind of scope out the floors and see if anybody maybe dropped anything like valuable? Like a plan. I want to scavenge the you, the diner. <laughs> do, you, do perception really quick. Thank you. I rolled a nine plus. I'm, I'm apparently really bad at scavenging, even though that's like one of my perks. <laughs> you, alright, alright. So you find like a couple of things, some just look like trash. There's what looks like uh, thin pieces of foil of some kind. You do, you notice, uh, I want you to roll, uh, do investigation real quick. Mm, 15. At first, it almost looks like just a little pile of dirt, but you're soon realizing that it's, it looks like an old small money purse. Ooh, I'm gonna pick that sucker up if I can. Alright, uh, so uh, as you kind of look it over, you notice that on uh, one of the sides there seems to be a rather interesting design. It almost looks kind of like a black and white sun. Ooh. And uh, as you open it up, it's got uh, it's got about 18 gold in it. Woohoo! I'll take it! Yeah, yeah you, you take that gold. So, 
I'm surrounded by a world of new things and new people. New people. Is there anything around me that I notice that brings me a sense of familiarity? Other than uh, other than an elf that is uh, sitting over in a corner. Actually, uh, roll do perception check really quick. We're all doing it. Why the hell not? Go for it. Sorry, you my, do you. My only thought was like, well, there's a dying house plant in the window. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I got a twenty-five. A twenty-five. Ooh. So you, uh, you, you actually see a, a couple of fairies that are all sitting at. Uh, <laughs> originally, it looked almost like a, an empty uh, cake stand, like one of those stands. But you realize there are a couple of fairies that are standing around it, almost like a table. And uh, you happen to notice uh, there's an elf, kind of like you, but with uh, instead of horns, it seems just to be large, but look almost like antlers. And she's. Uh, talking to what is very clearly a heat with leaves and twigs kind of sticking out of his hair. Both of them are dressed in white and green. I'm going to roll a charisma check just to see if Nymphia would feel brave enough to go over and talk to anyone. You go right ahead. <laughs> I got a 12. So, alright. I'm going to walk over. However, I'm very nervous. To which part? I'm trying to... I'm going to walk over to... The elves, I suppose. Okay. Um, can I tell their gender or? Uh, they they uh, be, the elves or the elf and the half dryad. The elf and the half dryad. The elf is very much a she, and the half dryad is very much a he. You can you can tell us when you get a little bit closer. The, the elf actually turns to you and says, blessings and good greeting upon you. Oh, hello, I'm Nymphia. How how are you? I'm well. I am Semaye. I don't, don't like this same I <laughs> Don't <laughs> like green eggs in the ham I <laughs> You don't look like you've come from the conclave. May I ask what guild you're from? What? Oh, oh I I'm <laughs> Oh what? <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I didn't realize that you were one of the uh, the gateless. My my apologies. It's rare these days. What can I do for you? Well, I guess I just wanted to ask where you're from. I was born from the Great Mother Tree in the Conclave. Selesny, of course. It's a uh, good distance away here. Far more wooded than these mockeries of nature, but... Oh, I agree. I feel so far away from my home, it's kind of nice to just find someone else who might understand where I'm from. I fully understand that. I've had to spend the past couple of days among some Kogari elves there. Although familiar in some aspects, just bizarre and Backwards, I'd say. But I, I wouldn't want to go any further. That may hurt the reputation. Uh, well, if you ever are feeling too far from home and you find yourself anywhere near the Great Tree, feel free. I'm sure someone there would know me and I can definitely show you around any time. Well, thank you so much. I will definitely keep you in mind. Thank, thank you, you for your kindness. Oh, it is not a problem. We are all the part of the circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> Nymphia is just like glowing right now because she was able to have. She made a friend. A nice conversation with someone <laughs> that was actually nice to her. <laughs> and it's just been so much passive aggression <laughs> these days. <laughs> Around all the salt. They're literally, you could be salt traders at this point. You could just. We're out for dinner. Pass the salt. <laughs> we just move over to right. this. Pass, Pass salt. You're ugly. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Anybody else doing anything? Um, Llewellyn's mostly keeping his eye out. Okay. Uh, he's not moving. He's this is an unfamiliar place. 
and for the most part when he's been in a city, he's been used to... He's need to have kept an eye out for the guard, <laughs> so for now he's mostly just watching. Okay, fair enough. Did everybody pick up the little um, baggies of money that you... Uh, I, I or they still assume so, but... Uh, yeah, Nim- probably would have. Dang it. Nimok. I don't know, I don't know if Nymphia would have appreciated bags of money. <laughs> As her her culture seemingly operates on a complex barter system, <laughs> you you of may smiles just, and giggles. Yeah. <laughs> you may have. I'll just, give you four chuckles. For <laughs> Six chuckles and you got a deal. And it's not like that at all. Two chuckles and a hug. <laughs> deal. <laughs> now get over here. Throwing <laughs> a wink at you guys. <laughs> So you didn't go talk to a half-dryad at all that no, you are interested in? No, would have kept an eye on them, but oh, okay. wouldn't have just been like... Hey, how you hey. doing? Because, <laughs> again, he hasn't really appreciated that he's not on his home plane anymore, and that no one here is after him. Mm. And that's why he's kind of keeping his eye out? Yeah, he's just kind of keeping... He's not necessarily on edge, but just Uncom- perceptive. Yeah. Okay. Uh, give yourself inspiration for that. What? It's the first inspiration of the game. Wait, I've never really played 5e. What is inspiration? Inspiration is Dan can award it for anything, but typically it's supposed to be for you did that bit of character very well. Okay. Um, and you, you spend a point of inspiration essentially to give yourself or anyone else advantage. And so, that's when you can roll twice and take yeah. the best. Okay. Are you You're back so- from peeing? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Did all you right. did you make your deposit? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. As a matter of fact, I did on a porcelain throne. It was oh my god rather satisfying. Anyhow, um, uh, Ashaya like runs over to you, still in a panic about how ugly he looks. Just starts shaking. Tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Just starts shaking Nimok, saying, "Where can I get a new outfit?" <laughs> I suppose we can stop on a clothing vendor on the way there. Let's go! <laughs> and he just starts, like, dragging Nemoc around. They have a shopping montage. <laughs> all right, Vacation all, right, everyone. all I ever wanted. <laughs> Vacation time together. He just, he, like, he, like, steps into a, into a uh, changing booth and he pops out pops in a bunch out, of different outfits. <laughs> and then we're, we're all sitting in, the, the, like, the husband chairs, like, like no, no, not that no. one. And then he and finally then comes out. Like, Maybe. Yeah. And then one comes out, yes! yes. <laughs> and he's like, yes, this is the one! Okay, do you actually want that to We happen? all run out of the store, like, carrying bags. <laughs> Here's the question, do you actually want that to happen? I can do that. Sort of, yeah. Can we do that? Do we want yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah. So we'll all, like, kill a couple gold and just come out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is anybody looking for any clothing in particular? Lula needs a new hat. I can use a better uh, cloak and hood. I'd say maybe a shirt that would help me blend in a little better with my surroundings. You... Yeah, what is the style of dress in this area? Ravnica? Depends on the guild you're in. It depends. You're you're in more of a... Join a gang. Yeah, (laughs) join a gang. It's a very serious... Pick your colors. You're near uh, a section that is labeled as uh, no guild's territory, but all of the guilds technically fund to have it look nice. Because it's, it, it's is this area treated more like? Do they treat the girls more like gangs or like sports teams? Uh, honestly, a mix between like gangs and corporation. So, well, all right, not so for like, all so just corporation. Oh. So, so like, <laughs> think sports teams, but lots of people happen to work for this particular sports team. 
And, like, some sports teams are different. Some are like, oh, it's a job. And some people are like, this is our entire way of life, and I can never picture anything other than it. You yeah. must join us. You must join us in Copulate. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Worst ways to go out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could be worse. So, uh, alright, so is everyone ready? Uh, I think it might be time to get some more, less, I guess, interplanar clothes and more Ravnican. Again, I can probably cover the cost for this. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. You're so yeah. kind to offer. Perfect. All right. All right. Entire wardrobe change. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's all right. buy the store. Right. So he... will take it. <laughs> he ushers you... Uh, honestly, it's not that far. It's like across the street and just down the way a little bit into this really, really fancy shop. Like, you can just... They've got full panes of glass. There are all sorts of different styles on display and there are actually a couple of, uh, of live models walking around in different... Uh, sets uh, and clothing and uh, there was an entire wall behind a counter uh, with uh, an elf in front of it of hats alright everyone let's pick up something a little bit more inconspicuous we and... all look at Cecilia <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and uh, oddly enough this human almost prances up to you for looking <laughs> directly at Cecilia going Oh. My. God. What rag and sewer did you crawl out of? Come on, girlfriend, we gotta get you out of those. I know just the thing, it's gonna suit your style, and it's gonna be perfect. I mean, this is Ravnica, people could literally have crawled out of sewer. Yes. (laughs) True. Yes, yes. But you're, you're more in like the, this is more, you're more closing in on the upper districts. This is where fancy stuff happens. Mm. Uh, I'm going to try to look as disheveled as possible to try to get the nicest clothes out of it. You're... I'm like, oh, yes, it's terrible. Oh, I can't believe I've been lost for days. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Ishaya, Please I'm help to... me. Ishaya's... I just came back from the mountains. <laughs> help me, I'm poor. Ishaya is hunched over. Just but I can to, afford like, all the clothes. I'm going to need you to make an uh, investigation check. Yes. 19 plus... Um, okay. 18. Is that that bad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, so you... You luckily notice they are the styles that you could have only dreamt of. They are this fine gold trim over black. They are exactly what you want in life. Mm-hmm. And you are about to have them. There's a dressing room right there. You're gonna change them on and dispose of that ugly thing you were wearing before. <laughs> Apparently we all looked really shitty, guys. <laughs> no, 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 not everyone, not everyone. Just the two of us. <laughs> you, you, were, you were wearing scavenged clothing. Oh, that's true. It, it literally, were, it literally had grave. blood on it <laughs> from multiple graves. <laughs> I had this whole color scheme going with my, like, skin mm. tone and everything, and then once I just came to this plane, I just looked like shit. <laughs> it's clashing. Through the whole ensemble yeah. off. It's yeah. clashing yeah. colors, baby. You don't even have to worry about it. Alright, uh... Oh my god, you know what? You should get something that's reversible. Yes. So that way, like, when you plain, like, walk... You just take the jacket off and flip it. Flip it, and then you're like, just kidding, it's green now! (laughs) Surprise, motherfucker! (laughs) Alright, so, uh, I'm gonna need everyone to just do a really quick, uh, investigation check. For 12. The shopping at D&D. 20. 17. Wait... 20. You don't have proficiency, so it's just plus one. So 20. Okay. 20 as well. Alright. 
12. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll start going around. Cecilia, you have basically been just presented with, it's fabulous. That is the only word that he used to describe it. Mm. It fits you to a T. It's got everything you could have wanted to loot off of a body with none of the blood stains or murder holes. Mm. And it's fresh and it smells a little bit like citrus. Ah. Hmm. Athenthea, you, because of your manta ray cloak, you naturally stood out a tiny bit, but you have found or been presented with the complementing items for it that blend in so seamlessly that it's almost difficult to tell that it's a magical item. For Lulin, his boots are magic, mm -mm. and he's got long gloves that match the boots, so it's really about working with the rest of the ensemble, and he likes his vest, so he'd probably just be changing pants, pants shirt, and he wears a scarf, well, and I getting was... a nice hat to the whole thing together. Uh, well, I was going to do this of, of you look enough that someone at Ravager could just be like, I was just rich. Yeah. <laughs> so you have, uh, you found, quite literally, it is the pirate hat you've dreamed of. It's the kind of thing you imagined wearing while leading a squadron of ships to raid. It, it is, you could... Very big hat. <laughs> yes. For all intents and purposes. The biggest one you have. <laughs> and for all intents and purposes, it's the hat of an admiral. And it quite literally is the hat of a Boros admiral. Mm. And you have gotten the deal of a lifetime. It blends perfectly with the rest of your outfit. It's got one very long feather, though. Uh, <laughs> what color is the feather? The feather itself is uh, a rainbow color, actually, going up. It starts as a deep shade of blue, blossoms into, like, uh, a purple, and then a red, and then a pink, kind of into more of a yellow color, before finally ending in uh, a bright green uh, at the tip. Wow. You had said my outfit blends in with the cloak of the manta ray, but mm -hmm. I don't actually know what that looks like. <laughs> so I kind of want to be able to picture my character's ensemble. Okay, Am I, like, rocking the navy blue from head to toe, or...? I, I will find a picture <laughs> of this cloak of the manta... Hold on, let me bring up the imagery. All right, you're not magical items, not magical items. Traps, traps, traps. Wow, there's a lot of traps on here. Looks like you're wearing a manta ray. Basically. So you're rocking, like, a navy blue with some gold. All right, I can And dig some, it. uh, some, uh, gray hints and undertones there. Beautiful. Awesome. <laughs> so, so you're rocking this now with boots to match, man. Were, were you wearing shoes beforehand? Not a question. So no. my shoes kind of cover the back half of my feet, but my hooves generally stick out at the toe area. You got hooves, right? Yes. Okay. I have hooves. Okay. You've been given. They were something you didn't exactly expect beforehand, but they're like a wrap that goes around everything but the hoof itself. Oh. And uh, they seem almost. Almost more like for protection and for style, but they're really comfortable. All right, so quick question. Is my feather from a bird of paradise? Do Arcana check. Lulan, if this feather is that impressive, might straight up activate detect magic. You know? Uh, so 13 Arcana. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is... This, you don't know exactly what it is, but you can definitely tell this is a slightly magical feather. Or at least the creature that it came from is magical. Uh, everyone's found clothing, right? At this point? Everyone has found clothing, yes. <laughs> right. Good. We good. are fabulous. Alright. We look great. 
You... We all come in holding a bunch of different bags. <laughs> yes. Some of it contains old clothing, some of it contains new clothing you haven't exactly found. We all look at each other, nod, We walk and then... in slow motion to my milkshake slow... brings my voice to the yard. <laughs> They're like, it's, it's better, better than yours. <laughs> and we're like holding the bags and we get to the bottom of these steps and we all look at each other, nod, and jump yeah. into the air. <laughs> with, our ar- with our legs kicked up and then like the screen just freezes for a second. Oh, then it has to be more of an 80s test. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Vacation's all, all I, I ever wanted. wanted. Vacation's bad to get. We're like laughing and oh. <laughs> we got We all got smoothies at some point. Yeah, <laughs> sitting around no, we got one milkshake and we're all sharing one milkshake. That's just one scene. Like everybody yes. ordered a milkshake and we're all sitting around with five. With Four different yes. straws. And he's just <laughs> and like he's not standing, there. And, and, and no, and and Nemok is in the background, like while we're all drinking the milkshake, holding all the bags. <laughs> <laughs> just like, mm. The brilliant part is that is exactly what he would be doing. Oh no, I, I don't particularly care for the fruit beverage. Uh, I will hold these instead. Yay! <laughs> I I will point this out. Uh, all of you notice that Nemok is. His, at least for one part of his clothing, is significantly smaller than it was before. Instead of being poofed out so much, it's more almost. We didn't alive. spend that much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. We definitely did. How much gold embroidery can you put in? <laughs> you all got. You guys all rolled pretty well. And uh, a good portion of it was actually keeping in silver coins. Mm, mm. Makes sense. So that he had something to throw to beggars just in case. <laughs> Get away! <laughs> I'm made of silver, don't you see? <laughs> Thank you, all of you, for joining us again at the Plane Shift Podcast. In this past week, we've had over 100 downloads of our first two episodes. That is just above and beyond what we ever could have anticipated, and we are all so, so grateful. We'd appreciate it if you enjoyed the show, if you could rate and review to help us grow even more. Thank you to the Penguin Cafe Orchestra for letting us use their song Perpetuum Mobile as the intro and outro of our show. Thank you to the good folks at CD Projekt Red for giving us permission to use music from the Witcher series. If you want to get in touch, you can send us an email at planeshiftpodcast at gmail.com. We have a page on Facebook, and you can find us on Twitter at planeshiftcast. And if you see the beginnings of our website, you can find that at planeshiftpodcast.podbean.com, which includes links to the homebrew material we've developed and the magic cards we're making for fun. If people enjoy them, we might end up making a whole set. Our next episode will be the last release that we do on a weekly schedule. This is to free up time for all of us, and after that we'll be moving to a bi-weekly release. We'll still release under the same format. We're going to be splitting our gameplay sessions into two episodes, as we think this is easier for you all to listen to. Again, I want to thank all of you for taking the time to join us. Until our paths cross again. And you were like, don't judge me. Because I have that memento disease. <laughs> Who am I? Who are you? Who what am I? I doing here? Who are you? This is not my beautiful house. <laughs> <laughs>
That's not my beautiful wife. How did I get letting the toys go by? Let the water hold me down. Let the water hold me down. Put some giant fucking like shoulder pads. Water flowing underground. Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. the Frog. I can't believe you couldn't tell the difference between our impeccable Kermit the Frog and our impeccable Carl Sagan. Yeah. <laughs> right, can we tone down the sarcasm? Like, I haven't no. figured out a way to... No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Alright. Uh, it's as much a part of me as this Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> dare you address me. How like dare that. you look at me this way? Don't you see me in my garbage clothes? <laughs> it's the new fashion released in the Mugatu line. <laughs> so, it's, so it's just a it's, little bit, It's like, derelict. Derelict my balls. Um... Just. <laughs> yeah. Remember how I said it sounds like peeing? Yeah. <laughs> he has just so many bats. <laughs> they listen to me. He's not going tell them what he's doing. Alfred, release the bats. <laughs> Speaking of, does anyone want anything else to drink? I'm alright, thank you. This is honestly some of the best meat I have ever had. Oh, great. <laughs> I feel like. This is what they have in the meat halls of Valhalla. I know, that's that's why I'm super excited because it feels like my most traditional meat I've ever made. Ah, Sweeter than yeah. yeah, it is. It is yeah, I like it. I love it. It is. This would be be like, oh this is great! Oh it's and then juice. like six bottles later just be like, what has happened? It's a chamomile, jasmine, and rose. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was basically me at the Ren Fair. Was like, oh, what's the alcohol content of mead? Shit. 20%? <laughs> Great. I've had like four glasses and also haven't eaten anything except for a quote Yay, unquote, nice. turkey leg with two G's and an E, right. which I suspect was not turkey. <laughs> and then we just watched the joust and there was the one dude in the corner who was just shoveling. <laughs> I saw the videos of that. We went up to the, like to the to the actors afterwards. Like, so wait, what, what was, was that with this? Like, oh, like, digger. Oh yeah, he's the grave digger, and he was like, yeah, but you didn't explain it, so it's just some dude who just starts digging a hole in the middle of a fight. <laughs> he was like, yeah, he was digging their graves because he could tell a lot of people were gonna die. I was like, oh my god, it's set up for this man. <laughs> you have too many characters. No, I like that there was no setup. Yeah. I'm like just looking over and saying, wait, what is he doing? Everybody's, Why is he digging like, a like, hole? Like, there's, like, swords and, like, explosions and fire, and then, like, all the way on the right is this dude just, like, frantically digging Damn. a hole. Like, is he gonna hide in himself? it? Because there's been artillery fire. Oh, God. <laughs> For some fucking reason. Because Ren's Because right. medieval knights have artillery. <laughs> okay, honestly, entirely out of, like, entirely out of D&D. All of this has been out of D&D. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is all, all can this we Can we, as a group... Uh, I want, I'm trying to get this together as a group. Get people to go to a Ren Faire, uh as in Star Trek uniforms. And just in every picture of people like taking a photo, just have someone in a red shirt just flopped on the ground. Just like, <laughs> so photo bomb as a dying red yeah. shirt. I yes! Feel like, I feel like that happens way too often at Ren Faires. Really? Like people who are just dressed up as time travelers. Well, there is a time, time traveler's weekend. Yeah. There is a There's time, time traveler's weekend, but I feel like that happens... Anyway, like just somebody's dressed up as Marty McFly going, Doc, I went too far back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm so original and creative. <laughs> right.